Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Chef Special on the Believe Podcast Network. This is Patrick Honeywell. Today, my special guest is Keith Justo, founding partner and owner of Central Milling and Keith Justo Bakery Supply. Keith is the master of sourdough bread. And on today's podcast, Keith talks sourdough specifics and about fulfilling his vision with the Keith Justo Bread Club. I can't believe it. I've got the maker of the sourdough bread that I call the holy grail of sourdough bread. Keith Justo, how are you today? Doing pretty good. A little hot today, I'll tell you that. I'm about 107 up here. Oh, you're in uh, Idaho, right? Coeur d'Alene? Yeah. No way. 107? Yeah, oh. my farmer's already combining like three <laughs> weeks early. Oh, my gosh, man. You can be steaming your vegetables without putting it on the stove now, right? Yeah, you could put, yeah, it's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, listen, I'm, I'm so glad you're here. And um, yeah, the first podcast we did together was awesome. So I thought I got to bring him back because. I just received some, and we'll talk about your bread club in a bit, but some sourdough bread from you. And it is really the holy grail of sourdough bread. It's so amazing. Do you remember the first time you made sourdough bread, Keith? Um, well, it took me a long time to figure it out. I've had a lot of trial and errors, and I'm self-taught in it. Okay. And and so I, I've been, I've been, I started messing around at probably 90s or something, and then um, got it pretty kind of well i was still making mistakes back then and then when um <clears throat> um peter reinhardt talked me into jo- uh doing the uh, james beard uh west coast sourdough contest and i mm-hmm. didn't really want to do it but he talked me into it so i did it and then i was uh i i won that one on a mistake okay what was what was weird about it is like i said i'm self-taught and that bread won the best sourdough was 1996 West Coast contest. And then I've never changed how I make sourdough ever since then. Why and, change it? Right. I mean, uh, that makes I don't know. I'm, I'm always trying to see if something's better. I've messed with that particular formula for 20 years. And I'll tell you, it's still, it's still um, the original way I make it is just still the best. And I, haven't found a better way of doing it. You know, I see, I see people, you know, doing. you can do a variation of your sourdough. I also got a garlic, uh, I think it's a garlic uh, sourdough. Roasted garlic, garlic cheese bread. Yeah, awesome. I'll talk about that again in a second. But yeah, so you do variations, but I wouldn't change it. I got that sourdough bread and I um, did toast with it first thing this morning. And it was just amazing. And then I had it with eggs as my lunch. Uh, so I, it's just, it's almost gone already. It, it's just amazing. So what do you think? you're doing that makes yours different than other sourdough breads on the market? I don't know. I, I do a really long, cool fermentation. Um, I use a stiff Levan. Okay. Um, I let about 30% to flour weight. And um, I let it, you know, I mix it. I use, uh, I use organic wheat germ that I get off the mill in it. I think when I started putting wheat germ way back when, it brought it up a couple notches. And I really? was just playing around. I like wheat germ because I come from the natural food business. And so mm-hmm. I thought wheat germ was pretty neat, but it's hard to get really fresh. You're Keith, you're using wheat germ. I'm trying to visualize you that in the recipe. So you've got, you've got, of course, a great flour, right? And yeah. 
you've got water, you've got your your Levon, the, the sourdough starter, and the your wheat germ. How does that? You just take wheat germ and throw it in the mix. Yeah, well, what happened is, um, I, you know, I've been in the, the doing wheat for a long time, doing variety of wheat, and I remember my dad showing me a, a, a breakdown of what a wheat kernel is, and so basically, you have a wheat kernel, and um, eighty-three percent of that that wheat kernel is the endosperm where all the mm -hmm. white flour comes from and about two and a half percent of that's wheat germ and about 14 and a half percent of that is the bran layers so i like the um the wheat germ which has all the oils and riboflavin and all the good stuff in there i just started putting that in at uh, two and a half percent um and then it really just starts you can't see it because it kind of breaks down but um it i think it just gives the bread a, a great different flavor yeah that's that's got to be a big part of it because that's yours is so unique and i i to be honest and i'm i've been around you know bread for a while and i've it's the best sourdough bread i've ever had and it's amazing not just a winner it's the best well, uh thank you, you very know. much i worked i can't <laughs> tell you how many years i worked on that <laughs> don't change it and then no, uh <laughs> and then also um choosing the right flower for it i think it's so important flowers because you're a you're an expert at flowers um what flour do you recommend or what do you use in your sourdough? You know, like well, as protein or I, whatever. It depends what I'm trying to do. What I used to make it with is um, depending on what kind of texture, cell structure I want, texture okay. I want. Mm -hmm. um, like if I'm on a deck oven, I'll probably use the um, organic ABC malted flour or artisan baker's craft flour. That's a special winter and spring wheat blend, depending okay. on the crop year. Mm -hmm. And now I've been using Tony's flour. The flour we make for Tony. Okay, for Tony Gemignani. I was just messing around, and I had a deck oven. I mean, a, a rack oven. I have a rack oven and a deck oven, and so I was trying to perfect the bread on the rack oven, which is really hard to do. I, I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, and so I was messing around. I just used his flour one day, and I'm like, "Wow, this is a you know super great volume kind of cotton candy the crust is super crispy the inside soft it's not chewy it's not doesn't you know you know it's not and snap you back in the face when you eat it it's wonderful for sandwiches um just about everything when when i bake and that's done on the rack oven when i do it on the on the deck oven the crust is a lot thicker mm -hmm. and the cuts i mean it, the cuts will sometimes cut the roof of your mouth. It's <laughs> because uh. of how that oven um, bakes. So I, I always wanted to do it on a rack oven. And that took me about, I don't know, to, to get it to come out right on the rack oven. I did that about a year and a half, two years ago. And mm -hmm. then I just been messing around with it. And then I just one day was using, messing around with Tony's flour. And I'm like, wow, this stuff really works good on a rack <laughs> oven. It just works. It just works. Not just for pizza, right? No, it's and it makes it's it's um I just can't explain it. Well, you, when you eat it, you can tell like a lot of sourdoughs are really tough mm -hmm. on the crust, and that's not what I want for this particular bread because I got a lot of complaints for people. I said, "Oh, we love your bread, but the crust is uh, too thick." And a lot's just you know, that's just from the deck oven. That's just mm. the, the way the deck oven's baked. So we started baking like that, and I found out, oh, I can make these pretty fast. I can use machinery. I can make it by hand um very versatile very easy to make mm -hmm. um you know so that's kind of what i've been using in in the in the bread club i've been using tony's flour so i mean that's just 
kind of what we've been doing. So the Tony's flour, is that something you can buy uh, from yeah. Keep Juice? So buy? Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. You, you can buy it from KGBS or okay. you can get it online um, from Central Milling. And then Tony's um, has five pound Tony Geminani flour in some grocery stores in the Bay Area. And then you can go to his, um, he has a little store um, in San Francisco, North Beach, mm. and he carries it there. Well, you know, speaking of San Francisco, you mentioned that, you know, Northern California, the sourdough bread, they call it San Francisco sourdough. It's so famous, but would you say that sourdough is much more popular here on the West Coast versus, say, the middle of the U.S. and then the East Coast? Is it popular everywhere? Because I know you're involved with a lot of different companies uh, throughout the U.S. Well, I think what happens is everybody has, you know, East Coast is different than the Midwest and then Midwest is different. Um, tastes are different than the West Coast. Um, a lot of times people don't do sourdough right. And so they use acids to try to make it or vinegar or whatever they're going to do. And so a lot of people haven't gotten, yeah, haven't, when you get a real good loaf of sourdough like that one is, you just know it. And uh, so I think that um, I've never had a complaint on that particular bread. So no, it's amazing. And you mentioned uh, vinegar. It's funny because sometimes I think if you get a store bought, um, sourdough bread and you taste it and it's got a weird kind of a tang to it and I, lo I always look at the label and see if they snuck in some vinegar to try to cheat but it it doesn't work it's not the same you know yeah a lot of times you'll find acetic and lactic acid on the bread panel too they'll use that stuff got you i i, made, I messed around a lot with that stuff in my younger days i didn't like it so <laughs> gives it a metallic kind of taste i don't yeah. like it yeah it's so different now what about water you know i've i've Remember there was a, there's a, I think a, a deli or bakery in the, in uh, LA area. And they were talking about, it's a, a Italian style breads. And they, they say they're from New York and they come here and they try to get the water to be similar to what it, what they were using in New York. Is the water important to you or how important is it? Cause some, you know, you have minerals in the water. If it's from the tap, everybody's tap is different. You know, what do you think about yeah. that? I like minerals in the water. Um, if you don't have good water, like Petaluma and, and Sonoma County, San Francisco, they got pretty good water. Okay. But I can make a sourdough all sorts of places. And so mm. water is important. Um, I like to use just spring water if I can't get any tap water any good. Or okay. if I have reverse osmosis water, I'll put stones in the tank. And that seems to get the minerals in the water. Um, I've, done, I've done a lot of testing. Um in Vegas where people like, Oh, the chef only has to, you know, you can only use this water out of New York to make this pizza dough. Hmm. Um, I'm looking at these guys dumping, you know, quart waters in a 400 pound mixer. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, the chef says this, blah, 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 blah. I'm all that's not, I go look it. So I made mine and I made theirs. Right. And I didn't tell the chef which one it was, and he picked mine. <laughs> I said, no well, surprise. That's the one made with the water out of Vegas that we did. Oh, well, I meant the other one. <laughs> oh, how funny. I'm that's like, so whatever. Dude. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep nah. bringing in all that water. Well, you know, that's such a great story. Now, let's talk about the procedure a little bit. So, you know, I I'm imagine that you and I are in a bakery. We're sitting right there and we've got the ingredient scale. We've got things measured out. Describe the mixing procedure. Well, I like spirals, but I can basically use any mixer, mm -hmm. but I like spirals. I, I think that makes a better dough, but I can make them on horizontals or Hobart's or kitchen wow. or whatever, you know, I've made them on all those 
um, mixers. Mm-hmm. And so I use a very stiff Levan that's at least 16 to 24 hours old at 70 degrees. And so when my mixing process is, first thing I do is I grab the amount of starter. I call it a starter. It should be called a Levan, apparently. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> depends on you know who you're around. If you're around French bakers, they you know they call it a Levan when it's exactly. ready. Exactly. But there's, it's it, both, right? <laughs> it, it, it's a starter. It's a chef. It's a seed. It's like hey, whatever you want. I just call it a starter. Okay, so I have my starter that's 16 to 24 hours old at 70, 70 to 75 degrees. I put the um, let's say we're making 100 pounds of. Uh, of dough or using hundred pounds of flour or I'll throw 30 pounds of starter in the bowl okay. and I'll put the amount of water, whatever water um, hydration that I'm using for the, if it's a pan bread or ham or hand shaped bread or a round bread or a pizza dough or whatever, I change the hydration a bit. Mm-hmm. Then I'll put, I'll put almost, you know, in 95% of the water in the bowl and then I'll mix it with the starter and get the foam. And it, kind of smells like grapes it's really weird because my starter's from grapes but i don't understand why it still smells like grapes but i learned that from my cousin piero and uh when i was first starting to mix sourdough i'm like i would start doing he says well you need to put the starter in the water i'm like why you know why well it releases the starter in all the water and that mm. kind of made sense to me mm-hmm. so i've been doing it ever since so that i, I put that in there put the water in there and, and then dump the flour and other ingredients in there. And I mix on like speed one for three minutes, then crank you on speed two, depending on how fast your spiral is or how slow it is. And I mix it for about on uh, Tony's flour on a spiral, about, about six to eight minutes on high. I really mm-hmm. don't count low as a mixing time. I only count high. Gotcha. Because, gotcha. you know, it's just sitting yeah. there doing its thing. Yeah, that make that low is just to kind of bring the ingredients together. So yeah, yeah can... just trying to get the ingredients together. Then we go on high. So that's kind of how I do it. I mean, uh-huh. you can get, because I found out that it confused people. So, mm. it, you know, it okay. confused people. How much on low? And then you have to feel the dough. And, um, so I'll add, um, I'll get the starter going with the flour. I'll start mixing it. And when it goes at about the second or third speed on minute on high, I'll end up dumping the rest of the water into that dough. So it's called like a double, triple hydration is what they call it. Apparently that's what I'm told because I, I work with DDA Rosada, which is a famous French baker. So he was teaching me the correct lingo. I'll, I'll add water. I'll, I'll just keep looking at it and I'll just keep adding water until I find until it feels right to me. You find the Keith Justo uh, magic, right? Yeah. I like, the, I like the, I like the, uh, I like to put a lot of water in there because I'm a water salesman. <laughs> I sell water for a living. Well, that's perfect. That works well with the bread side. Yeah. Yeah, I know it does. It, it took me a long time to figure that out. So after you mix it, uh, do you let it rest on the floor for a long time? Yeah, or? I give it about an hour, <clears throat> an hour uh, bulk fermentation, punch okay. and fold it on 30 minutes. Okay. And then on the hour, I'll cut it up, pre-shape it to whatever size I want. Mm-hmm. Let that sit for half hour, you know, 45 minutes, and then I'll final shape it. Okay. Depending if it's in couche or on a rack, I'll let it sit at room temperature. If it's in couche, I let it sit in room temperature about an hour and a half, and then it goes right into the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Or if it's rack bread, if it's, you know, the racks with the, with the covers on there, the screens, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the rack of them racks, um, 
I'll let it sit out on the floor three to four hours and then it goes into the refrigerator. And then it's really weird. If you have a basket that takes a lot longer than the screen. So it, it's, you just yeah. kind of got to feel it. Yeah. The basket kind of protects it from the temperature. So it's kind of holding it, you know, Yeah, it's like a blanket. The cushion yeah. is like a blanket. It's like a jacket on the bread. So it, it'll, <laughs> it'll fool you. Yeah. It'll fool you. Cause it, it's a lot. It's going to keep the heat in there a lot longer than the rack. And then depending on if you're pre, if you, uh, if you're cushion boxes, like I do, I use Parisians. Um, so I like the wood and then on the uh, rack oven, the reason I put them on the racks is because I can start baking the next morning or whatever I'm going to need it, or I could leave it in the refrigerator for up to two days, depending on what I'm doing with it. So you're, you're doing about one and a half day, one to what, one and a half day on, on the cold. Well, it, it, when you time everything together, it's a minimum of 48 hours. Yeah, from your starter to your final to to when you actually put it in the oven, and I like to re I like to um retard at about on the racks about fifty five degrees, and then on the couche bread because it builds up too much heat. I usually go to about forty because a lot of times it'll overproof if I get too hot. Yeah, you'll find that out after you get, after you wait two days and you ruin all your bread. The next day it's overproof. You'll be like, ah, should have put that in a long time ago. <laughs> Now, when you bake the bread, I know you're talking about a rack oven versus a deck oven. And a rack oven, I think, are you using perforated pans? Pans with holes? Yeah, perforated screens. Screens. And so I imagine it goes in the oven. And do you have a favorite temperature that you like to use? Well, I'm using a double rack, double rack revent, which we like. I like that oven. It's I like a, revent. It's a, yeah. It's a good, it's, a, it's been always a good choice. I've worked on a lot of, rack ovens i don't like and mm -hmm. revent just works it just it just it's a good oven and they're they're, pri they're priced pretty reasonable mm -hmm. so i'll start off at 450 um steam um i'll do maximum steam on that which is like 10 seconds and then uh um the fans will stay off for a minute and a half and then this, it'll keep turning and then at a minute and a half the fans the uh the, the burner will fire back up and start because a rack oven works off air mm -hmm. you know so and then it'll bake uh at 450 then it drops after about 10 minutes i drop it down to about 400 and then we let it bake 22 24 minutes one other thing on the on the sourdough what else would you use it in like let's say you made some of your stiff starter do you throw it like into a pizza or pancakes or do you use it i've for done openings? everything with it all really? of the above I put it in everything. I'm a sourdough guy. I love sourdough. Okay. I like naturally leavened products. Oh, I think they have the flavors better, brings out the other ingredients. And in, in like with my sourdough, I can change. I can probably make a different loaf every day, every day because uh, I can. I have my choices of different flours. I can put whole wheat in there. I can put rye in there. I can put durum in there. Quinoa, spelt. I mean. You just have to, I mean, it's easy for me to do it, but, um, cause I, cause I have everything there, but, uh, you can change out your breads pretty easy using the same method. Got you. Not changing the method because it's hard to find people that even understand the method. So I understood. Well, okay. So how can people get their hands on some of your sourdough bread? That's kind of my entree into uh great fish and the Keith Justo bread club, which is, I think a wonderful thing. Is that where people can get your sourdough bread or? Yeah, they can go um, www.centralmilling.com. 
or you could do www.kgbakerysupply.com slash bread club. Okay. So let's talk about the bread club. How does it work? Every month you have one round, two baguettes, and then you have a specialty bread that we treat, that we mix around. We change it, you know, gotcha. from multigrain to, um, you know, power bread. Hmm. Um, and then there's also cranberry sourdough. There was a chocolate cherry bread I made. I wasn't too hip on that bread, but everyone else really liked it. <laughs> I, just, I don't like sweet stuff in my bread. So customers that want to try the club out can sign up on our website. There's no cost to join. Okay. They select which week or weeks of the month they want to receive bread. And then we charge the Friday before their selected week. Each box comes with two sourdough baguettes, one sourdough round, and a specialty bread. And that rotates every month. The box costs $30 plus shipping. You can pause or cancel your subscription at any time. So if you're going to be on a vacation, you can take a month off and restart it when you get back. Or if you have a friend you want to share it with, you can just change your address one month and send it to a friend. You know, it's amazing because I even have to say that your box that you box stuff in is a killer box. It's it's thick. It's 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 beautiful. In fact, I save it. I have it over here. I'm not going to throw <laughs> it away. It's too cool. And well, also your bread, the shelf life, I guess it's your starter. I mean, I could leave it out for days and that bread is still seems like it's fresh baked. It's crazy. Yeah, um, I've I've had it in the freezer for two years and couldn't even tell. It's like I have no idea why it does it. I guess it's just the slow, cool fermentation and the way we bake it. I don't think there's just one thing. I think it's everything that we do makes it come out like that. I just it's uh I, I can't pick one thing, but I can't take credit for the box. That was Ryan. He kind of uh he kind of runs a bread club, so hmm. um He's, He's my guy. marketing guy. So yeah, he, he did a really nice job on that box. Yeah. The box is amazing, but you know, but I tell you, you mentioned there's a lot of different things that go into making your bread and they all go together to make not just an amazing bread that flavor wise texture, uh, but that darn shelf life, it's still a mystery to me because I've had that bread um, not even in the freezer frozen then ship to me. And it is still, better than a lot of breads that are fresh baked. So it's, it just hangs with the flavor and the, and anyway, I'm going on and on, but it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. That's why this podcast is called, I'm going to call it Keith Justo, the magic of his sourdough bread. It's magic. <laughs> Come on. Well, I still don't know why. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just works, man. <laughs> well, by not knowing exactly why you protect it, nobody will ever figure out what you do. If you tell everybody what you do exactly, then it's, you know, it's not so ah, special well, I anymore. I can give this recipe to, you know, 10 people and nine of them would mess it up. <laughs> yeah, but I tell you, I really believe a lot of it has to do with uh, Central Milling with your um, wonderful uh, flour. I mean, that's, oh, that's a great start. Definitely. Point. The flour is definitely um, a big part of the why it's so good. And I've baked with other people's flour and just um, just didn't do anything for me. So <laughs> well, and we I, pick our wheats. <laughs> we, we try to pick our wheats for that kind of style of bread. So, mm -hmm. I mean... You know, a lot of it comes hand in hand. Well, I'm going to ask you one last question on the flower, on the Tony, on the Tony's flower. You and he worked on that flower, right? To to develop something that maybe that he thought would work great with his pizza, but it it yeah. sounds pretty versatile. What is so? What makes that flower so cool? Well, for one thing, he wants super high protein. I think that flower is like 14 and three quarters, 15 percent protein. Jeez. And and uh, he puts um. 
he puts diastatic. We put diastatic malt in there. That's what he wanted mm-hmm. in there. And then um, it just, it's so strong. It just, it makes the bread really fluffy. I kind of call it kind of like cotton candy sourdough. Hmm. Some people, most people like it because it, it's so good on sandwiches. It's versatile. Or as if you get the deck bread, you can only use it for certain things, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where this bread you can use for multiple different things that and it and plus i can use a rack oven which i can make the bread way faster in a rack oven <laughs> it's amazing even even in the rack but the diastatic malt that you put in the flour so you don't add any to it to the bread too just just what's in the flour yeah i, I put i put um additional um percent of malt extract organic malt extract in there yeah it's like magic and, you know and i always have because when i opened my first bakery i was having problems Browning my bread just wouldn't brown i couldn't figure it out so i called rick over at acme bread uh-huh. my like, hey, rick man i got this brand new bakery what's going on i can't you know my formulas they're not working he's all put some malt in it because your bakery's brand new and you don't have any of the yeast in there yet and hmm. so it took a while for the bakery to break in got you that's interesting which which i couldn't believe it but it's actually true so one last thing on on the, the okay, vital wheat gluten. You know, people add sometimes to give it strength. They'll add some huh? gluten on top of it. If you've got a fourteen point eight percent or whatever high gluten on that uh, Tony's flour, do you add more gluten or is that it? No, he has he has he has a little bit of vital wheat gluten in that as well. Uh-huh. Okay, and then I wouldn't add any more. You don't need it. No, that's mean, pretty powerful. That thing, that, that stuff just is like dynamite. It just wow. works. And your starter and- loves it. <laughs> oh yeah well i don't feed the starter with it my starter's fed with uh, abc plus okay that's so i feed my starter with um the organic abc plus all the time well this has been educational i mean i've been around bread a long time but i'm just going wow okay this is cool i got keith juicer on the line here so this is awesome um well thanks i'm just <laughs> i just like sourdough bread man i like people i like when people bite into it and they're like god that's good and that yeah, makes me nuts. happy so what if somebody wanted to buy sourdough, your sourdough bread, like a box of just that sourdough? Can they still get that through the bread club? Bread, your bread club is set up a certain way. I Well, Ryan's working on that as we speak. Um, we started in January this year, and it, it lots involved on the internet sales and stuff. And they're changing and trying different stuff. But I think that's going to be available where you say, hey, I just want Hopefully we get to the point where you just say, Hey, I want, you know, five rounds or I want six baguettes or I, you know, want, you know, whatever the sourdough will always make the specialty breads will always be made, but they're going to change every month, maybe down the road. Um, If we can figure out how to do it, we could have an order slip, you know, maybe in one month of, Hey, here's the breads we're making, pick what you want. I mean, that would be my goal if we can get there, but apparently it's a little more difficult than I thought. Yeah, it's challenging. Yeah, but it can be challenging. You know, I but I like your pack. I like the fact that you've got the sourdough boule. You've got a couple of sourdough baguettes, and they have a you have the specialty bread, which is it keeps you guessing. You don't know what you're going to get because I didn't expect. I took photos of of uh, the sourdough um, garlic cheese, so that's pretty cool. What's yeah? That has like four ounces of cheese in there too, and it's organic Spring Hill cheese. Nice and um, from Spring Hill Dairy in Petaluma, and we take all the. the end so it could have four different cheese in there it could have a cheddar cheese a you know white cheddar a yellow cheddar it could have asiago hmm. wow. we just cut them up and put it in there it could have you know um 
um, pepper Jack in there. And so I think it's kind of fun. And so we just, you know, cut that up, whatever we get our hands on and put that in the bread. So if people want to follow you, how do you recommend people reach out to you? Out to me? Yeah. Just, or you uh, or the company or just follow you. Uh, come on. I, well, I don't, you know me, I don't, I'm not on Facebook. I don't, I don't, I, I'm not <laughs> I don't either. Want, <laughs> I don't want to let anybody know where I'm at. No, you can call down <laughs> the shop. Yep. Uh, you know, you can call down and leave a message for me. Awesome. Um, and I'll call you back. If you're having a problem with one of our products, I'll call you back or my nephew will call you back. Um, and you can follow what KGBS and Central mm -hmm. Milling are doing just by looking on the internet. Wonderful. Well, Keith Justo, you are amazing. And I'm blessed to have you here today. So I, thanks again for coming on the podcast and making it really cool and all about bread. Well, well thank you so much. And again, it's, 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 I'm very passionate. It's in my blood. You know, baking is, it's in bread in me. Get it in bread. I'm, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you, oh, I have a new shirt coming out. I got to send you one. I'll be looking. You better. What All size right. are you? Uh, extra large. Extra My stomach okay. anyway. No. You're going to love these little shirts. They're pretty funny. I dig but, it. I dig and it. And they will be available on the website too. Sounds so. good. All right. Well, thanks, Keith. All love, right. Patrick, love having you on. You, sir. you okay. have a great day. For all of you listening out there, Chef Special is part of the Believe Podcast Network. Check it out at believe.com. And follow me on Instagram at Patrick Honeywell. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.